the Leaving Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Welcome to Leaving Today Podcast, episode number 169. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this evening, this afternoon, this morning, however it is you're listening to it. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, my name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here. Sitting to the right of me is the trail master of puppets himself, Udi. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Uh, for those of you joining us for the very first time, welcome. We think you'll find the water to be very, very warm. I know you have a lot of... Um, of alternatives for Disneyland podcast, but you are choosing to hang out with us, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of us, for those of you listeners out there who are, are frequent listeners, hey, welcome home. If you would like to join us, uh, part of be part of the LTP family, we make it super simple. Uh, leave us today podcast dot com. We have a Patreon link there, uh, one dollar, three dollars, or five dollars. Uh, also on Instagram at leave us today podcast, we have a link tree on there. And all of our stuff's on there, T-shirts from TeePublic, uh, Patreon, all that great, great stuff. So cool. Today's show, we were going to be talking to our one of our listeners and friends, Seth. He's mm-hmm. going to give us a review about a, a Disney cruise he just went on with his family and also a recent park experience. So something to look forward to that. Um, if you've never thought about going on a Disney cruise or maybe have some questions, this could be something good for you. Uh, that was just like how, how I am. I have never been on one, but I uh, learned a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Uh, of course, you have the news. Oh, Jess is at work today, uh, so she couldn't make it, but we wanted to make sure we got our show out on schedule for you guys. Yep. Uh, hopefully, she'll be on the next show. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. So, am I missing anything? Nope. Nope. All right. We are oh, in. Wait. Who, who are we brought to you by? Did we say that already? No. Who we, okay. brought, who we brought you by? By our Patreon. Oh, yeah, I miss, yeah, we brought you by you guys, our listeners, our Patreon. So, again, we, you can go to our website and check it out there. Yep. Make, make it super simple. Um, I thought, for a second there, I thought we got a brand new sponsor. I wasn't sure. Well, I didn't tell you about now. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Hmm, I wonder who we could get for a sponsor Dixon, again. Dixon. Dixon Flannels. Dixon Flannels. Maybe Castle Life Creations. Mm. Oh, hey, do pay attention to that in the next couple episodes. We have something come up with them. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get working on that. Yeah, yep, for sure. And maybe a discount code too. Hmm. That's in there if you're paying attention. Yeah, it's paying. It's yeah. floating out there. It will be coming up April second. All right. Um, so today we have the news, and then we had opening question brought to us by Terrence from our pre-show live show thing. Um, oh, speaking of live show, um, I was talking to our friend Phil the other day about some 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 possibilities about that. Um, 
and he has some ideas for us. So that's something we got to work on doing some live show stuff. So that's, that's, that is something that I definitely want to keep incorporating or try to try, try it again. And I keep threatening with us to go live. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, opening question was from Terrence and he said, what are your three favorite rides from each park? And um, he had his three favorite, but not his three most nostalgic favorites. So yeah. we had to ask him. And I, I, along with Udi, was like, well, I can't. If they're my favorite, they're my favorite. Mm -hmm. I, it's either nostalgic or I don't think it was, not necessarily. I don't think of the best rides, but they're, or they're my favorite. Right. Yeah. OK. So it seems pretty simple. Um, let's let's tackle that real quick. Disneyland. Uh, let's just each name one and then we'll go from there, I guess. Okay. Um, well, if you guys know me, Matterhorn, right there. There, there's one for me. Indy. Indy. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jungle Cruise for me. We'll go with Rise on that one. Rise, mm -hmm. and then my favorite. Okay. Um, I'm not giving them in any particular order, but no. Um, gosh, it's so classic. It's so classic to say Pirates, but I, I, probably Indy would be my third. Well, no, wait a minute. <laughs> no, I mean, I got two in Adventureland right there. Um, oh, you know what, dude? I'm going to say Spa Space Mountain for, okay. my, for my third. Yeah, and that, that one is a fair one because I'm like, ooh, space. But I'm going to go with Mansion. Mansion. Mansion, yeah. yep. Yeah, absolutely. That has become one of my, my I mean, and uh, you know, I love Pirates also, but yeah, I feel like it's number four. Well, it, it can bounce around. Um, at any time between, you know, two, three, and four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. In this particular moment, it's sitting at four. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah I have no problem with that. There's no wrong answer. It's always curious um, yep. about that. Yeah. And then we say something for DCA, and I suspect ours are going to be the same. Yeah. I mean, there's not a whole... The, the pickings are kind of slim there. Yep. Uh, so we would go use say one. Uh, Guardians. Guardians yeah. for sure. A match on that one. Yeah. Soren. Soren is mm -hmm. classic for sure. Absolutely, I gotta put that on there. And then I would go with. Uh, we'll go with Radiator. Yep, that's what yep. I was heading for. Yeah, Radiator Spring. Were you tossing between Incredicoaster? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. Yeah, it's it, those three or four are, are just essentials. Yeah. Um. I mean, what else? Goofy's Flat School? No. No. Um, Web Singers? No. No. Not even close. Mike and Soldier to the Rescue or Monsters Inc., whatever it is? No. No. Okay. No. So, yeah, that's what was kind of a fun thing to, to visit. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't say, like, what is the best ride. I think it was my favorite because I, yeah. I think Rise might be the best attraction I've ever been um, You know, and even that can be really subjective. You know what I mean? I do. Um, but, I mean, if you want to go through a technical, yeah, I mean, it really is, I think, overall for immersion and technical prowess and length and, and how, you know, how much uh, people can, can get on that thing and, there are a myriad of reasons why it's probably the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it encompasses a lot of, I guess, disciplines, I suppose. Yes, in, in, yes, in, yes. Good way to put it. In themed, inter in themed entertainment. Correct, yep. Yeah. Oh, man. I had a question, too, I was going to ask, but we may have talked about it with Seth, and it was about the reservation system. And, and how terrible it is? And just the, the whole... Why doesn't Genie Plus work the same way that Fast Pass that 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 um, yeah Fast Pass worked? They're over 
It is an overthought. An, o- an overthought. Yeah, they're they're complicating the whole thing. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're making yeah. it much more complicated yeah. than it needs to be. Yeah, the app and then this and then that and then you can do it one time, but not this time. And then that, like, no, dude. Like, you need to simplify it. Like, you hold one. That's it. Don't make a tier. Don't make anything. Like, you hold one, you hold two. You can hold two. Done. Yeah. Done. Right. No need to be like, a second you use that one, you can pick up another one. Not difficult. <laughs> Not freaking difficult at all. But no, they've tried to they've tried to manipulate for algorithm, blah, 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 blah. I can go on for a long time. Yeah. But yeah. Control. 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 That's a one-word explanation for it all. Yeah. Well, uh, what the other thing I was going to say? Lame. Or what? Lame. 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 Speaking of that... Um, Speaking have, of lame? No, I just... I was thinking about something regarding Galaxy's Edge, and um, I, I just... When I was there a few weeks ago, it just... I was walking around, and it just occurred to me that... So it was in the middle of the day, and New Orleans Square... Adventureland was just jammed full of people. Not a whole lot of people on Galaxy's Edge. Hmm. You know, and it just, it, it's, it, I just, I don't know what's going on with that place. Um, thematically, it looks great, but the story just isn't there for me. For what? For me and like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's like, it's supposed to be. I mean, I would imagine this land would have been jam packed all the time. Well, no, they. I think we've talked about it before. They. They. I want to say we just talked about it last episode. Did we? Maybe. Well, well no, but it was kind of in conversation. Yeah. Um, that they messed up, or, or maybe they. I don't remember. I talk about it so often. I don't know where I said it. Um, but no, they 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 absolutely messed up by not. By time-locking it. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they, for they, sure. They, yeah. The idea, the concept was fine. A little out there, a little bit of an experiment, a little bit of a risk, a whole lot of a risk, really. Mm-hmm. But nothing wrong with the idea. The problem is if you don't um, pick the right era, which they did not, and that was a purely monetary decision trying to push the new films and push that which I, at one level makes sense at that at that time. Mm. But the other problem now is that they have yet to recognize, or maybe they have, but so they've either not recognized the error, either that one, or they haven't been willing to walk away from that idea. I mean, they're kind of doing it now with Mando and Grogu only because they are so popular. Yeah. Grogu, and, and now with the, the the season three of Mandalorian out, Yeah. that is going to get blown up again. Sure. I mean, if you guys haven't watched, um, watched gr- it yet, yeah. holy cow. And if you guys know Rebels, holy dude. Like, I lost my proverbial crap like i was oh rebels no 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 mandalorian but you but uh, you oh, said rebels i know because there's things that point and if you know rebels i gonna, do you're gonna see i don't something. know clone wars but i know rebels no you're gonna see something in, in there you're gonna be like <gasps> okay. like i did oh, it's oh. A, a total if you know you know 
Oh, oh, I see. Oh, yeah. is that what Joey was saying on that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even tell what that image okay. was. And I'm not gonna break it's a shadow or no, something, I'm right? Gonna, I'm not going to break it for you. I'm not gonna, you haven't watched it yet. I'm not going to spoil no, but, it for okay, you. No, but you can at least tell me what that what that picture is he's nope, showing me. I can't. It's a, uh, no, I can't. you got to watch it. You well, gotta, I can't even tell what that is. Okay, maybe under... When you watch it, you're watching with Annika, right? Yeah. I bet you she's going to know. Okay, well, I'm going to... So when, when are you watching it? Wednesday. Okay. So oh, you're gonna go, yeah, just sorry, from go that picture that, that, that Joey shared, uh-huh. showed, I should know from that. Yep. Okay. Yep. Take another look at it. Okay. Take another look at it. I will. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, you and, said... And for everybody out there, if you know... But you, know. you said they got the wrong era. Um, mm-hmm. For What about having no era? Would that have, would, would, well, no, would, no, no. Would, if would there, that have been better? Yeah, that would have been better. Okay. Um, and if that, that's what I'm saying. If you're going to time lock it, you need to pick the right era. Yeah. They time locked it in the wrong era. It, no, they, it would have been better not to time lock it at all. Yeah. What, what I, and I've, I've said it. What they need to do is just make sure that they don't overlap. So, like, these hours of the day, you'll have, you know, OT. These hours of the days, you're going to have, you know, prequel. And then if you really need to, do sequel. Now... The yeah. problem is that, you know, the land is set in the pre- uh, sequel area, which you can still work around that. Yeah. It's only a couple things, really. It's only the, 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 um, that, what you call it? That, the f- uh, that f- shuttle. Uh, the first order. Yeah, that's it. If, if that wasn't there. Yeah. It wouldn't matter. Like you, you could remove it because. And some of the logos. Yeah, because I mean, they don't have the first order logo, right? No, that, that's why. If you got rid of that whole first order corner, yeah, done, done. Oh yeah, you could do like you could make it a pirate corner, like a space pirate corner, or like a you know you could do so many other things. You could you could change that. Right, right. Um, but no, that that and then because the, again, for everybody who doesn't know, the idea was supposed to be a lot more inclusive in mm-hmm. what was going on to try to have you know a lot more happening to be pull you in. They haven't followed through. And that is one of the other problems with it. That is, yeah. So if you're going to remove that, then let it go and and let, and then I would I would, I would bet good money that second you see Darth rolling through there, people would lose lose it. You oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 it'd, it'd yeah go for crazy. Sure. So, sure. Um, yeah, because you see Kylo, and I kind of go like, eh, Kylo. It's a fun show when you know when he comes out and everything, but no, it's not Darth Vader. It's not. It's not. You, Darth can Vader. you picture? Okay, picture the same thing. How Kylo comes out, but instead of it being Kylo's theme and him coming out, it's Darth with the Imperial theme. Oh yeah, that'd be crazy. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. You know, then coming out and be like, you know, and then the stormtroopers wouldn't have to interact at all because it'd be Darth. They would be there exactly like the even. I would, I would even go further than don't even make them stormtroopers. Make them his royal guard. Even better. Oh, the red ones? Yeah. Yeah, because they'd have to change the whole stormtroopers around. Yep. Yep. Okay. Not that hard. Not that Difficult. hard. Difficult. I'm sure no. you'll go, go over to your closest uh, um, 501st battalion and be like, here you go. Yep. Done. Done. Okay. Well, that's the opening question, opening thought. All right. Well, with that, let's go over to the news. Okay, well, 
The first news item we have for today is the original Disneyland Resort engine is returning to service. One of the original Disneyland Resort steam engines, uh, the EP Ripley, is returning to service after five years. The engine is named after Edward Payson Ripley, one of the original founders of the Atchison and Topeka Railroad. Later, the Santa Fe Railroad established in 1859. The engine was taken off track about five years ago for repairs, followed by a full restoration project that began the summer of 2021. And on March 6th, 2023, it will return to service at Disneyland Park. Uh, that's actually tomorrow. Uh, the restoration process required uh, the team to replicate the engine's original boiler, headlamp, and bell. Cool. We replaced some of the original parts since they aren't manufactured anymore, said Taran Kahan. Uh, Khan? No? Khan. Khan. Kana, actually. Oh, Kana, sorry. Said Taran said Tehran Kana, lead mechanical engineer. Everything is mechanical and runs like a steam engine from the past, from the boiler all the way down to the whistle. Very cool. Yes. Uh, and I think this is great. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad they're taking time to invest in these and, and restore them and refurbish yep. them. you got to keep these things running forever. Um, awesome. And there's a picture of the new one that's going to roll out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also with Walt on it, b- back from, I guess, it would be 1955-ish. Um, mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay. Next news item. Oh, this is for Udi. Udi is the one that requested this. Rogers the Musical. <laughs> Rogers the Musical is coming to DCA this summer. The fictional musical from the first episode of Disney Plus series Hawkeye will become a short one-act musical to be to be performed for a limited time. Thank God. At the Hyperion <laughs> Theater in DCA. Fans who attended the 2022 D23 Expo were treated to a surprise live performance of Save the City during the Marvel Studios panel. But so far, Disney has not elaborated on how the one song will be expected, oh or, sorry, expanded into a longer piece. A casting notice from Disney Auditions website earlier this month gave a hint at the new, at the new production. The call went out for a specific combination of performers leaving park watchers wondering exactly what Disney musical required. Three female identifying roles, 20, three female identifying roles, 20 to 50s, vocal range, all style, proficient with harmonization and ability to sing in many styles from Destiny's Child to Andrew's Sisters. Um, okay, we don't, they go through all this stuff. So they want males, females uh, from the mid 20s to early 30s. Um, that's all we know about the show. Um, there has been a little teaser fans i guess fans have seen a little bit of it but what do you i mean to me i've never seen a show in the hyperion theater it would take a lot for me it would have have to be like 110 for me to go in there (laughs) just to get out of it but i don't know this is definitely not my thing um you're more of the marvel guy than i am for sure what what do you think about this yeah um and I'm and, and me knowing Udi, I can tell he's not totally pleased. No, okay. I'm trying to really not be too um, critical, overly critical, and not too mean. Uh huh. Um, because I there's a part of me who I find it funny and amusing. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, it's kind of funny because when you see that in the movie, it's it's funny because you're laughing at how they're they're. They're fictionalizing the whole war in uh, the whole battle in, in, in New York with all the events. And then, even though I'm like, it's not accurate. But anyway, um, but the other part of it is I feel like um, it's another it's another misstep uh, for Marvel right now. 
mm. uh, and for Disney in general. Uh, I think when it comes to Marvel, um, they are they're oh, how can I put it? They're not doing well. <laughs> um, I have not seen a Marvel movie since. Um, well, Ant Man, you saw? Nope. You didn't see it? Nope, haven't seen nope. it yet. Haven't wanted to. Um, I wanted to, and I kind of went like, hey, I can go see it, and I kind of went like, eh. No, wait a minute. Isn't there a new... Uh, didn't they tease a new Avenger, uh, Avengers movie? No, it's Marvel. They said, oh, the, one of the original Avengers is back. I'm like, yeah, okay. No, there's a, uh, Avengers something. for No, Miss Marvels. The uh, Marvels were coming out. Okay. So here, here is my point. The okay. last movie I saw... Okay. In the theater was uh, Shang-Chi... Um, and the what is it, the Seven Rings or Ten Rings of Destiny, whatever? And I saw it. Okay. And I saw it with Christy, and all we did, okay, her and I have a really bad habit of when we get into a theater together, we we trash talk the whole time. It's like it's really you, rude. You, oh, you, you yeah. don't oh, watch I, the movie? I do too. Yeah. No, we if oh. the movie if the movie like okay, we saw Spider Man together, and that was fine. Like we were quiet, and we actually watched the film. We went to go see that. Okay. And all we did was her and I w- was talk trash about it the whole time. Anyway, that was the last Marvel movie in theater I've seen. So to me, it's just another thing. Part of me is like, it's kind of cute, it's kind of funny, it's kind of kitschy. The other part of me is like, you guys are screwing up with Marvel and now you, you look a little desperate. Look a little desperate, you yeah. look a whole lot of desperate. Okay. So hopefully it's good. I'm sure it'll be fine, but I'm like, I don't know how many people are going to come pouring through. Would you theater. go see it? Um, if I had nothing better to do. I mean, if it's like a half an hour long or something, yeah. I, I I guess. Um, but if you had nothing else to do, if I had to yeah. kill time. But there have been good shows in there that I have been like, nah. But uh, the only thing I can say really positive about it is as I'm glad that they're using the theater and mm-hmm. I'm glad they're putting some of these actors to work. Yep. Um, sh- it should be interesting. All right. Yep. Step into the next news item is step into San Francisco Square at Disney California Adventure Park beginning summer of 2023. Sweet. That's this summer. Crazy. Some, we have some new concept art we have not seen. Dude, um, that looks so cool. At D23 Expo, it was announced to much fanfare that the Pacific Wharf in DCA would turn into San Francisco from Walt Disney Animation Studios Academy Award winning Big Hero 6. Uh, those of you who have already recently been to the park may have seen this exciting transformation already has begun. Later this summer, during the Disney 100 celebration at, at Disneyland Resort, you will be able to step into the new area named San Francisco Square and discover new offerings inspired by Baymax and friends. Uh, so, so new stuff has were announced. Um, the the San, San Francisco Square will transport you to the not-so-distant future in a fictional mashup of two iconic cities, San Francisco and Tokyo. Uh, so it's going to be... Uh, th- so these two came together to reinvent the seaside canneries into a vibrant multicultural district of neighborhood restaurants and small businesses where you will be able to eat and shop. Um, I think this looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the highlight... One of the highlights is going to be the iconic landmark of the San Francisco Gate Bridge, which yeah. will span the tide of the pools linking the San Francisco, San Francisco Square to the Paradise Gardens Park obelisk. Obelisk. I think that that board is obelisk, right? Obelisk. Obelisk. Okay. Yeah. Once you cross the bridge, you'll catch a view of the floating wind turbine atop an old fishing net tannery, powering the district from high in the sky. Clues to the, to the area's storied and charming past can be found in the details throughout the San Francisco Square. Uh, um, 
yeah, I mean, we were looking at some concept art, and I all I think this looks absolutely great. Mm-hmm. Um, is this enough to get you into the park? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll go. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Curious a bit about the new food and all that kind of stuff that they're going to be having there. Um, new experience. And I wonder. I'm I when I first heard this at D twenty three, I was thinking this might be like a like a temporary thing, but it may not be temporary. It, may, it might be a permanent thing. Okay. So that that's interesting. I, interesting for sure. And yeah, as long as I, I mean, I, I'm glad, you know, some of the old places aren't leaving. In fact, I don't think anything's leaving. No, they're going to get rethemed and, and are repainted. Repainted, yeah. rethemed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I think the last news item we have is um, first look inside the villas at the Daisyland Hotel opening this September. Okay. Um, Disney says the villas at Daisyland Hotel will blend timelessly. What? Sorry. The villas at Disneyland Hotel will blend timeless Walt Disney Animation Studio classics with contemporary designs, delicately curating a celebration of Disney history in the place where it all started, the Disneyland Resort. So it's a 12-story D- uh, DVC tower. Uh, it's going to immerse you in discovering the creative storytelling process, bringing some of your favorite Disney stories to like, like, okay. So, yes, it's DVC, but regular people, regular people, that is people who don't aren't DVC members, are going to be able to get this. So they're gonna be able to book these rooms. So, um, then these rooms look incredible. They really do. And the one I kind of and so they're they're themed like Fantasia, Princess and the Frog. Uh, there's a, um, I think a Big Thunder one or something uh, that I saw. Uh, but the one that I kind of and want to talk about just real quick is the villas. There's the, there's this massive multi-level three-bedroom grand villa that sleeps up to 12 guests. It's pretty cool looking. The first floor has a full-size kitchen, large dining area, a double-sided fireplace connecting the living room and and balcony. The primary suite inspired by Bambi is also on the first floor. So there's an outdoor picture Mm -hmm. of it, which is the last picture, and holy cow. It uh, looks amazing. I'm curious how much this is going to run. That's exactly what I'm going to ask you. Is it? Yeah. And 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 who's going to stay there? A lot of people. You think so? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think a lot of people are going to. Probably a lot of Disneyland influencers, <laughs> Instagrammers. Well, yeah. yeah. I just I, I so if we're having a cocktail out um, at Trader Sam's, we we could actually see this room. Yep. And how cool would it be to be like, oh, we're, we're staying in this villa tonight, and you can just totally see the pool and yep, everything? Yep. My guess, what's your guess? A couple grand. Oh, at least. Three to four. Yeah, about three to four a mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. But if we have 12 people, uh, if we have 12 people, and let's say we each spent three in a box, that's 3600 would you spend three in a box a night to stay there? No. No. What would be the most that you would spend just for you for one night? A couple hundred. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe, eh, maybe 300. Maybe 300. No. Looking at the room, 300 is actually not out of the realm. No. You get, yeah. Hmm. I would have to stay at the, I would have to stay in the room the whole day then because that, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy talk. Yes. Um, but no, I think it looks great. Um, and I, I'm glad they're opening it up to guests that aren't DVC members. Mm-hmm. Um, to, but um, I don't know. I just think it's it's a step in a different direction. I, I I wish that they had more rooms that were accessible to people that weren't members. Yeah. 
But um, anyways, I'm uh, I shall keep my eye on this just to, to see what it goes to to see where it goes. Um, I would never want to be a DBC member. I, I think timeshare stuff's kind of silly. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that was really all the news. Um, not totally exciting news stuff, besides no. just a few things, and hopefully we will get some more as the year, as the episodes roll on. But just, um, yeah, that's that. Okay, so 101 is dark because she's not here tonight. So with that, let's go to our feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Hey, LTB listeners, welcome to our feature presentation right now. Hey, we are joined by one of our listeners and actually friends, uh, Seth. Dude, what is up, man? Hi, how's it going? It's going fairly decent. Yeah, now, not bad. Yes, now that mm-hmm. now that you're joining us. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> Great. Good. Cool. Yeah, so um, yeah, we uh, keep in touch with Seth. Uh, he was with us for Rise of the Resistance. Opening day. Opening day, January 18th. 17. 17th, 2020. That that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, something I will not ever ever forget. Um, no. And also uh, inside the Hunter Mansion, um, when Seth kind of grabbed my shoulder and said, "Hey, our boarding group's on right now," mm-hmm. and I said, "Okay, do not tell Udi anything <laughs> because if we if we mention any word to Udi that our boarding group is ready in the middle of, of um, Hunter Mansion, we're, he's going to cause it an issue." So I was calm though. <laughs> I think it was very calm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so like I said, we do keep in touch with Seth. Um, he's, a, he's one of those cool guys, um, yep. but he. Let us know that he recently um, went on a on a Disney cruise, and we thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about that. Kind of shift gears a little bit because we talk a lot about the parks and food, which we will do. But um, a cruise is something I've never been on. Um, uh, I know Udi hasn't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for Jess, but I would if I had to bet money, she has not either. Any not sort on of cruise? a Disney cruise. She has been on a cruise. Oh, but she, not, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, see, she's got us all beat. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to talk about this and maybe. Um, so Seth, maybe you could just talk about what prompted you to do this, um, and and give us all the details about all that kind of stuff. So um, this is the first cruise I've ever been on of any kind. Well, wait a minute, Seth. Been... Seth, that's not even a true statement. I know you've been on the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, this is okay. This is the longest cruise. Oh okay. Okay, okay. there we go. Okay, yeah, okay. I gotcha. <laughs> we had to clear had to, had to clarify okay. that. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, and I'd say mid-November, it was my daughter's birthday, and we were having dinner with uh, her family, or my family, her my in-laws, and they said, "Hey, we found a good deal on Disney Cruise. Hmm. You guys should come. What? You guys should come with us." I'm like, "Really? I I thought Disney cruises were super expensive." And um, they said, "No, no, we got a great room. It was only like uh, fifteen hundred dollars for the two of us." I was like, that that doesn't even sound reasonable. So we looked it up online, and we found out that it was, uh, for the three of us, it was about $2,000 for a five-day cruise from San Diego to um, Ensenada and Cabo for five days. So For 2000 That was, yes, $2,000. So that was five days. It was from, I live in San Diego. So yeah. it was from San Diego the first night. We drove overnight, went to Ensenada, and then I think we cruised for 
uh, once it's on the first day and then cruise for one day and then over day. And then the, the third day we went to Cabo San Lucas and then we spent a day in Cabo and then the cruise on the ship for another day. And then the overnight, the next morning we went back to San Diego. So it was like, like the morning of the sixth day we were back in San Diego. Okay. Yeah. So, for, so, so for two thousand dollars for you and your family, so there's four of you. Th- three of us. Oh, three of you. It was okay. one room. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And here's some questions. So, what, what was what was the name of the cruise line? What what Disney boat was it? Ship. So it was it was the Disney Wonder. Okay. So it was so that one is actually based in San Diego now. Mm. It's so they have right now they have five boats. They have the Disney Wonder. The Disney Magic, which are Disney Magic is the first one. The Disney Wonder is the second one. So those are the first two they built. They built the Magic first, and the Wonder was like the next year they came out with the Wonder. Then there is the Fantasy and the Dream, which are the next two that are a little bigger, and they're I think they're in Florida. Okay. And just came and just came out with the Wish this year. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the treasure is coming out next year. Jeez. Okay. And then they're then they I guess they bought another one that was already half built mm, yeah, from remember. a company that, the company that went out of business. Yeah. And that one's going to be gigantic. But I don't think I from what I understand from the rumors, it's going to be in like Asia somewhere. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So um, after you did you have any like reservations about going on it? Any? I mean. So for me, I'll just speak personally. I haven't been on a cruise because yeah. I don't want to get seasick. I, I that's something I just cannot deal with. I, I know you can take the band, not the magic yeah. band, but uh, the the band <laughs> and and uh, Dramamine and maybe get a patch or something, which I would have to do. I'd have to be drugged from for like four <laughs> days, five days straight. Um, did you have any problems about that or any concerns about that? So the weird thing is, I was worried about that because like. Um, Star Tours sometimes makes me a little queasy. Yep. I did not have a problem at all. My wife, who never gets motion sickness in any way, in any way at all, yeah. got a little motion sickness on the boat. Okay. But they sell stuff on the boat, and after she took that, she was 100% fine the rest of the trip. Oh, great, great. And what, what surprisingly, you know, you think you're on a boat, they would mark all the prices of that stuff up. No, it was like $4 for the pills. Okay, oh, cool. So... It was, and they did everything they could to try to accommodate her. They said, "Oh, here, this take this. This will make you feel better. Just take this right before you eat, and you'll be fine." And the pills lasted for twenty four hours. It was like one pill for twenty four hours, and then you, um, she felt fine the rest of the trip after that. Yeah, awesome. I, I think I would need like a IV on our like a rolling cart <laughs> or something. <laughs> You'd be carrying it behind you, or oh like the, the little stand walking around. Yeah. With it. Yeah. Um. So. And, did you and the boat the, the boat did rock uh, it, it rocked it definitely rocked but it wasn't like crazy like moving a lot like there was definitely some people who didn't feel that well but i didn't see lots of people getting sick like sick sick on the boat okay there was definitely some but it wasn't like really really bad like you would on a, on a normal like smaller boat because the boats the boat's huge mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's a thousand feet long and you know, yeah, hundred feet high. 
Awesome. So di- did you book through Disney or like a local agent or something? So I got the price through Disney and oh. I actually booked through Costco because Costco gave me a cash card if I booked through Costco. Oh, there you go. For sure. There you go. You've got to do yeah, that, right? Because I got like 200 bucks through Costco to book through them. And uh, I also used my Costco credit card. So I got cash back because it's on the Costco credit card to get like 4% cash back or something. So I <laughs> saved a little money doing it that way. But you can... It was the same exact price through Costco as it was through Disney. Okay. Oh, cool. So when I I paid, it was like $2,000 for the three of us. I just booked, I actually didn't get, I booked a little bit too late to get, it would have been like $1,700 if I would have booked like a day earlier. Mm -hmm. Oh. But I was a little bit later because they have rooms that you don't, you just get the style of room. You don't get to pick your actual room. Okay. So I got to actually pick my room, and um, so it was a little bit more expensive because I wasn't quite on. I wasn't quite early enough to book the cheaper room. Okay. So um, I just got an indoor state room, like the cheapest indoor state room I could get, and I got to pick where it was on okay. what level and all that. And honestly, to me, it when it the time because we went in February, so. It's not warm that much in the Pacific in February, so I wasn't gonna be sitting there on the on the deck. <laughs> yeah, because it's not it's not that warm. So, and I, you really do not spend any time in your room. I mean, we only really slept in our room and changed and took showers. We spent all of our time doing activities on the boat. So, okay, our cool. room didn't really make much of a difference to us. Awesome. So can you yeah. speak to those activities? Like what, what did they have for you guys to do? So, okay. So they have, if you have kids, they have uh, this place called the Oceaneers Lab, the Oceaneers Lounge, where they had, um, well, let me take back. So everything on the ship runs through, they have a, a Disney Cruise Lines app, and it has just a giant list of activities that go that, that you throughout the day of mm. stuff to do. They have trivia contests like Disney trivia contests. Um, they have music contests like guess guessing songs and stuff. They have, uh, I'm trying to think what else they have. They have like mixology classes. They have oh, really whiskey taste, whiskey tasting mm. content, oh. like whiskey tasting. They have some of the, some beer. of the, some of the whiskey would not be up to Udi's preference. Nope, probably not. Well, maybe you never know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, they have lot, they had all kinds of different types, types really? of classes. That right mixology class would be kind of fun. Yep. I'd like yeah. to do that. I, we did that one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't exactly as I thought it would be. You don't actually get to mix the drinks. They just mix the drinks for you and give them to you, uh-huh. which I was kind of bummed about that. I uh-huh. thought they would actually let you mix them, but they didn't. They just made oh. them for you and then gave you. So it's basically a drinking class. They say, here, <laughs> here's a drink and you drink it. There you go. <laughs> okay. And, and, and then they give you the recipe. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they, they have like water slides. They had um, lots of pools, jacuzzis. Do you guys go swimming and stuff or is it too cold for that? Or No, we went swimming. We heck, went swimming. Heck yeah. In the hot tub, went down the pool. Um, the farther south we got, the warmer it got. Mm-hmm. Like, in Cabo, it was probably 75 degrees, so it was warm in Cabo. Yeah. It, unfortunately, it rained when we were in Sonata because it was just raining that type, that day when we were there. But, I mean, we got off. We went shopping in Cabo. We went and we – because they have uh, port activities. 
where you can we went and swam with dolphins oh, oh cool. so yeah but all that stuff is extra cost yeah i was gonna ask what what um at any point i mean other than that were you paying for anything more like the classes or anything like that or the drinking so the no. drinking class the the, dr- the drinking costs extra the drinking classes cost extra but as far as the the money we paid for the cruise everything is basically included and if it's not they tell you ahead of time oh, they don't nice. just they don't tack on extra stuff unless you know about it sure but so you have but but you have to have you have to give them some sort of gratuity afterwards right is that yes okay so, it's so the way it works. It's fourteen fifty per person per day. So you're fourteen fifty. It works for um, so there's three of us. So we each paid fourteen fifty per person per day, and it pays for your um, head waiter, your assistant waiter, you know, the person who cleans your room, and it pays for I think the person who runs the dining room. And they split it, mm. and they give you like a printout at the end of the a printout at the end of the um, cruise that says <laughs> this is how much goes to who, <laughs> this is how much goes to them. This and if you really want to, you can actually go and lower that at the end of the cruise at the front desk. I mean, we didn't. We, that would, I mean, as good a job as they did, yeah, it really it wouldn't be. We actually gave them extra because they did such a great job. Oh, cool. Cool. So like another 250, 300 bucks. You just think about that, right? That's what that is. Ends up being. Yeah. For, so for five days, I don't remember what it was. I think it was like 200 bucks. Okay. Or 180. I don't, it, it was, it really wasn't that much, but we gave them, we gave them an extra, we gave our servers more. We gave our cleaning guy more. Hmm. Um, so the first day when we got there, so, so 30 days ahead of time, like, so we have our cruise set up. We have, I guess so it's it depends on because the more Disney cruises you go on the higher level tier you get into sure so you get to book your shore excursions and your um, your because they have certain activities on the boat some of them are even free like character meet and greets and stuff like that like uh, you know at Disneyland they have like the royal royal court where you can meet the princesses mm-hmm. yeah well they have the same thing on the boat where okay. they meet in the lobby, you can sign up for it to go meet them. So you're telling me the like princess can be at once. So the princesses can be on the cruise and at Disneyland at the same time? That's, that's a miracle. Ma- that's a miracle. Magic. Magic, okay. Yeah. It's the wonder. So it's a wonder. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So you can sign up for the royal court, I think it is. Okay. Ahead of time. And if you because I think if you're on the top tier, you get 60 days in advance, you can book that. Mm. If you're just your first time cruising, I think it's 30 days, you can book that. Or you can uh, book your shore adventures 60 days in advance. But if you're not, it's 30 days. Or, or It's something. It's it's all booked into the stuff. But so 30 days, 30 days before your cruise, um, before you start cruising, you can book um, the time you can come check in. Okay. So the day you get there, um, uh, 30 days before you can book, you try to get the earliest time you can to check into your boat because as soon as you check in, you, you go to the port of entry or the, the port and you can, um, go onto the boat early because mm-hmm. like you, um, you go, you go through customs, you like 
like at the airport, you check your bags. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then and then you go onto the boat, and when you get to the to the lobby of the boat, which is like the big atrium area, they announce who you are, and you go onto the boat, and the whole like cast cheers you as you walk onto the boat. Oh, oh cool. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as you get there, the service starts. Like you can go have lunch. Oh yeah, yeah. You can go, you can go swimming. You can go have lunch. You can go, the, the boat's open to you. You can do whatever you want. Sure. Oh, cool. So we went and we went right to one of the the regular restaurants and we just went and had food. And they had like a full like five course meal, and they have a menu and you just go you eat whatever you want. So wow. we sat down and we ate. And what'd you that's eat? All included. Uh, the first day I think I had, uh, I had a salad and a steak and, uh, and some Oreo cheesecake <laughs> and I don't remember what else, but it was, it was good. It was sure, very good. Sure. Awesome. Was Tiana's place. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and then you can kind of have a run of the boat and check everything out the first day you get there. So that's the one good thing about trying to get an early book in so you can kind of, you can also go into your room and, well, I think the rooms are available like after like one o'clock or something. And then they'll bring your bags to your room for you. So you don't have to carry your bags to your room or anything. They just bring everything to you. And the porter, the porter will bring everything to your room. And the, um, the porter, the guy who cleans your room, once he, once he sees you're there, he'll come introduce himself and by the end of the first day, he knows everybody in your party's name. And he says, hi, nice to meet you. He's all, do you want me to call you Mr. Avery or can I call you by your first name? And they're super nice. Mm. And like you go in. So every time we'd go in, we'd take showers. Yeah. We'd go, we'd go do something. When we came back, we had fresh towels hung up. Okay. If we left, if we left like our swimsuits in the bottom of the, of the bathtub, they were hung up on the curtain rod. Uh, beds were always, he'd make the beds. When we came back after dinner, he'd had the beds turned down. They'd uh, hmm. they fold like a blanket into like a an animal every oh, time. Oh yeah, <laughs> fun, fun. Yeah. So I mean, I couldn't, I, I couldn't be happier with the service, the service aspect of just the people on the boat is, it's. It's kind of like how Disney used to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Like how Disneyland, how wholesome it, it used to be. Not saying it's, it, you know, it's not exactly how it used to be now. Like it used to, like it was like five years ago. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like that. They're very very um, a customer focused. Very, very customer focused. Okay. Very customer focused. Well, no, I think that I think that's 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 great, and and that's part of the price. You're, I mean, that's part of the experience you're paying for is to yeah. have your stuff taken care of. Um, so like, let's say on day three you need to like, I don't know, wash your pants or wash your shirt or something. Are there facilities there that you do with that? Can you do that there, or do you send them out on a bag for them to do? I mean, or what's the deal with that? So there's full laundry facilities on the boat. Okay. We have washers and dryers. It's um, so when you get the when you get there, um, you check in, and they have um, they give you a key to the world card, which is a key to your room. Mm-hmm. It also lets you charge everything if you want extra stuff. It you can charge it to your key of the world card. Okay. 
so if you want to do if you want to wash some clothes Mm -hmm. there's a laundry facility on each floor and you can go wash clothes okay if you want to i never had to do that we were only there for five days and we way overpacked because we didn't know how the weather would be sure but yeah if you want to go wash your clothes you can wash your clothes but so so but that's in a but that's something that you have to pay for right um you would pay for like the laundry soap and you'd pay for like like if you were a laundromat. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, you definitely could if you if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the other activities they had, like, so they had these every night. They kind of have it set up so there's a show and there's dinner. So dinner is different. I've heard on Disney cruises than every other cruise line. Mm-hmm. They have three. They have three set dining restaurants and they're all full service restaurants so on the wonder there was um an animator's restaurant there was tiana's place and the other one was triton's so um tiana's is obviously tiana's and then there's triton's which is little mermaid themed then animators which is like mickey mouse but it's like um kind of like a show and a dinner and then, so you either had early dinner and you went to the late show or you had late dinner and you went to the early show. So they have a big, they have a big theater at the very front of the boat where they would have, uh, like the first night they had a illusionist that they did. Okay. And then the, the second night they had a show called Golden Mickey's was like a stage show. And then they had a frozen show. And then they had a, what was the third show? Um, uh, I can't remember. It was like a variety type Mickey, mm. Mickey Mouse, like an old show. But the shows were really, really good. They were very entertaining. And then they would have, you'd go to dinner on the opposite time of your show. Okay. But the sit-down dinners were very good. And they're all included. And the wait staff for the dinners were were very good too. It got to the point to where, like when you got came for dinner, that they already had your drink sitting there ready for you when you got there. Okay. They knew everybody's name. Mm. Um, like I would go and try to cut my daughter's food, and they wouldn't let me. They would cut the kids' food for you. Perfect. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So 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 each of those three sit-down restaurants are they themed like um, uh, special foods for each of those three ones? Is it, for example, is one like more of an Italian? restaurant or one is more mexican or one i don't know what else so tiano's was like a new orleans style mm. food uh triton's was like seafood okay yeah and animators it was kind of kind of french i guess it was uh-huh. <laughs> yeah i guess it was french yeah animators was kind of cool because you like they gave you like pieces of paper and you, you got to draw your own, like, character, uh-huh. and they would put it up on the screen, and they would animate it with, like, the Mickey Mouse characters, and they would show <laughs> your animation walking across the screen. Really? <laughs> like, and they were, yeah, it was really cool. They would, like, it was, like, part of the show, and um, I'm not really doing it justice just by explaining it to you. You kind of have to watch it, but it was, okay. it was really cool the way they would, uh, the way they would put it on there. Like, it, it was... And dinner was about 90 minutes every day. Okay. Every night. Yeah. And it was, it was really, 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 dinner was really entertaining. It was worth going, going to every night. Okay. And they also have, they have 
So they have an adults-only dinner place, too, called oh. uh, Paulo. Paulo on that ship. It's extra price. It's, uh, it was, so they have a set meal that's $45. They also do brunch. So we set it up for dinner when we before we went on the ship but the problem was we didn't want to dinner was so good the free dinner was so good we didn't want to miss it okay <laughs> so, so we switched it to brunch okay okay so we so we went to um went to it on brunch and we're like okay 45 bucks it's worth it so we'll go to brunch and we tried like something one of almost everything on the menu and it was still only 45 bucks a person mm. So they didn't like upcharge us for trying like almost every different entree. And the food was like a five-star restaurant style food. It wasn't like, it was a like a fine dining type of quality food. Like I had some seared ahi that was better than I've ever had. And I've had good seared ahi before. It was really that good. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And they had, um, it was, it's, it's, it's a French style restaurant. And it sits at the back of the boat, and you're overlooking the ocean the whole time. And they have, uh, like, fresh croissants, and it was brunch. They had, like, waffles, and they had um, – they gave us complimentary mimosas. Hmm. And it was – and they only, they only let you book once per cruise ahead of time. But then if they have extra spots after people have been given a chance to book, they'll let you book again. A lot of, a lot of adults – book that um to try to get away from the kids a little bit sure sure yeah so um another thing about the kids is they so the the um the engineers club is for kids i think it's five to eleven they give them a little like a kind of like a magic band and they have to check in and out of the engineers club you can either give them the option like as a parent if they you let them check themselves in and out on their own or you can uh, make it so they can't check themselves out. And they have a lot of activities. Like they'll have characters meet them in there. Or like they'll have acti- they have activities in there. Like they'll have character meets in there. Or they have like drawing classes or games or mm. scavenger hunts or all kinds of stuff they do in there. That The kids seem pretty entertaining in there. Or for like teenagers, they have a different lounge for teenagers for the kids that are like 13 to 13 to 17, I think. And they have a different lounge for them. Cool. And then they have, and they have a, a, for the smaller kids, they have like a, um, I think it's called, it's a small world <laughs> that they have like for the little, little kids that nice. they watch the kids. Nice. Yeah. And they also have a separate um, pool and hot tub area for adults only where the kids can't go. Oh, cool. On the back of the ship too. And they have a spa too. They have a full spa. That's adults only. Nice. Yeah. So it it's really catered for all ages. If you really wanted to, if you, if you wanted to go have some time to yourself with your kids, you really could mm-hmm. if you really wanted to. Okay. So what was the best food item you had, and what was the worst food item? Hmm. So. Huh. Hey, we asked the tough questions here. (laughs) Yeah. So the worst, so the cheesecake I had was not, it wasn't, it it had an okay flavor, but it was not cold. 
I've never had cheesecake that wasn't cold, so it was really off-putting to have cheesecake that wasn't cold. Oh, it was like room temperature or something? Yeah, it was room temperature. So oh. to me, that's I've never had cheesecake that wasn't not cold. It was weird to me. Just, oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah, I, it, I can see that being weird. That <laughs> was off-putting. But, oh, the um, the last night they had prime rib, and it was, it was awesome. It mm. was really, really, really good. But surprisingly, my daughter, she had escargot for the first time. She loved it. <laughs> I've never had that. Have like you had that? Nope. Oh. It, I didn't tell her what it was beforehand. <laughs> but after, I even did, even if I told her afterwards, she still liked it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was surprisingly really good and she liked it. Um, but the, the, so they have, so they have, um, they have the three restaurants. They rotate you each night to each restaurant. You keep the same exact servers every restaurant. So okay. you have the same servers every day because they rotate with you to each restaurant. So we had five nights, three restaurants. So they don't, you don't have the same food every night. They change the menu every night. If you have the same restaurant two, two nights in a row, they change the menu. Mm. Oh, okay. So we went, we had, um, Animator's Palette twice in a row because one was for um, the regular animators night. Then the other night was pirates night because they had a pirates night on deck where they had a party on deck with uh, pirates of the Caribbean theme. Oh, cool. So they changed the pirates type food. Well, so, what's a, what's a pirate? Food? Yeah, that was my question. I'm sorry. What, what would be classified as pirates food? Uh, I don't remember what the pirates food was. It was, <laughs> Basically, very similar, like steak type stuff with different names. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just had different types, different types of names to it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, and then, yeah, it was. It, I, it, I couldn't. I couldn't really recommend a cruise more like than the Disney cruise. Just okay. Yeah, I was gonna ask you we, about we, that. We we never ran out of stuff to do. Like they had family feud type games. Like my daughter and wife got on a on like a who knows each other better type of game. Oh shoot. Yeah, and that that was fun. And um, I my my daughter and her friend who are, they're both nine years old. They they were there and I completely felt safe with the two of them running around the boat with each other and didn't worry about having to like watch them like a hawk the whole time. Like it was just a very family friendly environment. It wasn't, there wasn't a lot of like sketchy characters around. It didn't seem like, and the, the staff really watched out for the people mm. were really conscious of the people around. And there was always somebody there. It seemed like, and um, the, the, the character meetings. So there was a lot of character meet and greets on the boat. And they all always had them like in the center of the boat. And they had a good schedule when you could go meet them. And they were like, during the day, there was a character meeting like every 15 minutes. Like couple, there was like two or three at a time. Always in the, if your kids want to go meet characters. Hmm. Oh, they also had a full-blown movie theater on the boat. Oh yeah, you go watch movies. So they were showing Avatar when I was there, ah. and what's the Westworld or whatever the other movie is, and Lightyear. 
Oh, and I got to go see, um, they kind of had a D23 one where they were showing what was coming up with Disney. That was kind of cool. I went and watched that. Cool. I'd probably go see that. that mm-hmm. was, yeah, that's all I watched when I went on the theater. Because actually, honestly, I was so busy doing all the other stuff. Yeah. I didn't really have time. So they, they also, if you don't want to go, so for lunchtime, they have the dinner stuff set up. For lunchtime, they have a buffet that you can go to and eat that's on the back of the boat that uh it has everything like hamburgers hot dogs um pizzas like just anything you can imagine they have on the buffet back there mm. but if you don't want to go to the buffet they have a, one of the restaurants for sit-down lunch if you want to go have a sit-down lunch it's all free it's all included sure if you want to have a sit-down lunch you just go have a sit-down lunch you can go have a sit-down lunch or breakfast is the same thing you can have a sit-down breakfast or you can have buffet breakfast it's all it's all included. Just it's your preference on how you want to eat. Yeah, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Let's try to summarize this. Uh, so you it was a four or sorry, a five days cruise. Do do you do you wish you were on a seven or ten day cruise afterwards? You're like, oh man, we should stay there longer. Yes. Okay. Cool. So I I want I didn't. None of us wanted it to end. Yeah. Yeah. It honestly it was the first vacation. Me and my wife were saying the same thing. It was the first vacation we've been on where we weren't tired when we were done. Oh, cool. Because usually we're so tired by the time we're on vacation, it's like we need to take a couple of days off just to relax, yeah, like recuperate from our vacation. Yeah. Understood. Yeah, because we well, for it was easy for us because we live where we left from, so we yeah. just got a ride down to the cruise terminal, jumped on a boat, and left. Sure. And what so part it was of pretty easy? What part of San Diego are you from? Or do you live? Right. Well, we live in Alpine. It's like 30 minutes from the cruise terminal. Okay. Yeah. So we're kind of in like the, the outskirts of San Diego, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my, my dad's in Oceanside. So he's about about 45 minutes away, I think, from the airport from San Diego. Yeah, he's up, he's up north. Yeah, he's north. Yeah. I live a little east, more east, east of downtown. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Straight east. Straight east. <laughs> Um, so how likely are you to book another Disney cruise? So we are hundred percent likely. Oh, okay. So before, before we left the cruise, they have us, they had a deal that if you put your deposit of $250 on your next cruise, they give you priority booking and they give you 10% off your next cruise. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, we, we already did that. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. where, so where's your cruise then? So we want to go on. Uh, we want to go to the Caribbean next time because this time we're like, you know what? We want to go on a warm cruise next time because yeah. it's kind of chilly. So we want to try to go to the Caribbean and probably go to Disney World next time. So you because see, we've never been to Disney World. So now, and I know they must have already thought about this because it's Disney. But if you're on a cruise on a Disney cruise to the Caribbean, there's got to be a Pirates Night. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean oh, sort of yeah. thing. Oh my gosh! If how... they had it on that one, they're they're gonna have it on that. One. Oh, that, that well, sounds of fun. course. Well, they gave us little like uh, headbands that say "Pirates in the Caribbean" on it, so I'm sure that's where they came from. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. And how long of a cruise is that? Seven days, probably. Oh, fun, nice. fun. Yeah. So they have the. We looked at the new, the newer ship, the Wish. Mm-hmm. And the newer ship, the new the restaurants in that one, they have a star, they have a um, a Marvel restaurant on the new ship. Mm. It's like themed for Marvel, and they have a Star Wars bar. Oh, so yeah, we'll definitely go 
Yeah. Definitely want to go to the Caribbean next time. For sure. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay, so 100%, you're guaranteed to go on your next cruise, and you loved it. So that's a very glowing review. Yeah. And I'm yeah. glad you and did I, that. And we, we, we actually, I, the, the people who work on the ship are so friendly, and I, you get to cut kind of build relationships with them because you, you're with them. You're on a boat, so mm-hmm. you're with them so much. Yeah. You talk to them a lot. Like, you kind of, I don't know if I'm normal in that way, but I had like talked to them a lot about like their lives and stuff and where they're from. Mm-hmm. And most of them have worked at, on other cruise lines before. And I asked them, so why are you work for Disney? And they're like, I love working for Disney. This is the cruise line I chose to work for. I've worked 10 years. The other one, I worked here for 15 years and this is where I want to keep working. Okay. They, they say that the Disney cruise line treats them better mm-hmm. than, than where they worked before. And they don't really bring up money. I just think it seems like they get treated better, like, lifestyle-wise. Oh, probably. Because I'm not thinking... These guys seem like they're all from foreign countries, and I don't think... A lot of British people, a lot of people from, like, Russian-type countries, and a lot of people from, like, Asian countries, mm. or, like, Philipp- like, the Philippines, or, like, uh, countries like that. And it seems like... They're, they come, they work for six months, they take like a, a month and a half off, and they come back for, for their contract for another six months. Okay. But they like the way that the, the Disney Cruise Line treats them, it seems like. Yeah. And okay. I was very happy to see that, that that's that's why they work for them. Yes. And they're, they're all very happy. They're all very happy to work where they worked, and they love doing it. And that probably shows through their how they treat you guys. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Well, dude, thank you for sharing about your Disney cruise. Um, I hope listeners maybe gained a little more knowledge inside about it. I definitely knew nothing about the Disney cruise line. Um, so, yeah. so we have some firsthand experience. Um, now what you were asking, ask him about the park experience recently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you've been going quite, quite often and, um, I was curious on how you're vibing with the park right now because we've got Jess who's been going often, but you, you know, not being too far, you have been going more often than she has. So I, I'm curious on on your take right now of the park and how uh, you mentioned to us before that you re-upped your magic key. So I'm curious as to you know what what led to that decision because I know we've we've. Mark and I have discussed that back and forth quite often, like, will we, when when will we, Will and all those kind of things. So you re-upped. So I'm curious, is like, you re-upped, and how has it been for you that you've been there more often? So I re-upped. It's, so it's, for me, I don't, I live about an hour and a half away. So it's a pretty it's a pretty cheap vacation for us because we live so close. We can go up for a day or an evening or, um, you know, a couple days and it's not, not too, not, not too expensive to go. But, um, the way the, honestly, the, the genie thing is really, to my opinion, kind of screwing up the park. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. How, how how so? I, I agree with you, but I, I think we all had different views of it. So, uh, yesterday was a perfect example. So we went to ride uh, cars, 
cars cars was i think it, on the wait time it was said it was uh 125 minute wait or something something ridiculous okay and we so i said okay the three of us who went single rider single rider was a 30 minute wait because it's always that way and the lightning lane which is a lane you have to pay because you can't get a regular lightning it was uh that line was probably a good 35 40 minutes long it was longer than the line for single rider really and then Jeez. yeah and and the regular line you couldn't even see the regular line that was an, an hour what, 125 minutes you couldn't even see that line like usually you can see it like backed up you know where the, the wishing well part is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you could you couldn't even see it there you it was all the way where it kind of joggles back and forth inside those little rooms. Yeah. It was only, it was only in that one little room, the farthest room. So they're letting so few people who don't pay extra to go in like the standby line. They're letting so few people go into the, onto the actual ride. Oh yeah. Yeah. That it's, that's how long it's taking. Sure. Uh, my wife rode with somebody who, um, who was in the standby line. She said it took her. She said she got in line at four, and she didn't get on the ride till it's like six fifteen. Wow! And, and there were, that's yeah. horrible. And and it was only that that far from yeah. from wow. Yeah, I don't know how many people that is. Maybe a, a thousand at the most. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah Not, see, I don't think you know. they. I. I. I noticed them doing that on uh, Big Thunder last. I was there like three weeks ago, and they were doing the same thing on Big Thunder. Like the yeah. like the whole standby line was just jammed, and they were letting everyone in with Lightning Lightning Pass or, or sorry, Lightning Lane and, and Genie Plus, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it sucked. Well, it's gotten to the point where I have to almost have to buy Genie every single time I go. Otherwise, I ride like four or five rides every time I go mm-hmm. because it's it's. It's not worth it to me because I get so frustrated having to wait and stand by all the time. Yeah. The rides that don't have Genie are awesome. Like Pirates goes right through mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem. Right. But like uh, – I'm trying to think of what ride it was yesterday. We were – Matterhorn, Matterhorn does that. Yeah. It jams right through. Mm-hmm. Like it was the, I couldn't get a Genie for Matterhorn yesterday. <laughs> But the standby line was only twenty five minutes. Oh, that oh, that's yeah. awesome. Because they because they ran out of genie genie plus tickets. Jeez, yeah. The second, they, yeah. So it sounds like the second they, they can't make more money is when they're gonna open that bag up. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Well, and the the genie line for Soren yesterday. So I bought I got genies uh, genie for Soren, and the line was all the way past Smoke Jumpers. What? That was the genie line. Really? Yeah. The genie line. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? My my experiences as of late. I mean, it's been a year now. Um, yeah. The genie line is always longer. The standby lines yeah. are becoming shorter and shorter. But no, I mean, I hadn't really thought of it that way. That um, lightning lightning lane paying for it is beginning to really alter wait times. It's yeah. really it's really making it bad. So they're 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 in essence flexing you, trying to flex you into, and we 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 thought that would be the case, but it really sounds like it now. Like 
you gotta you gotta pay more. They're gonna want you to pay more so you can get on the ride in, in some decent amount of time, unless you know, because that that radiator springs that's crazy. That line only being that long for standby, no way should it be two hours. No way. Yeah. From that point, no, no it, way. It was ridiculous, and it, the, all the lines are like that. Like um, Guardians is even worse. Yeah. Guardians was was terrible, and the the slow like Radiator Springs is the worst. I've waited standby. I I've almost got, gotten to the point where I don't even ride the ride anymore because I can't stand waiting in the standby line. I don't want to spend half my day waiting on standby to yep. ride on that ride. Yep. Right. Oh, I agree. And, and, and credit coaster is almost the only one you can ride anymore to wait standby. And uh, Midway Midway is like one of the ones that I can't wait standby. I will never wait standby to ride on it because it takes so long to load. With mm-hmm. uh, If you're not Genie, it's not worth going on because it's it takes so long because they never let the standby light go through. Yeah, and that's... Because they sell too many Genies. Yep, and that that is going to be the issue going forward. I think it's going to be... Um, how can I put it? I, I think that's going to affect the park in a negative, I mean, long-term in a negative fashion that they're, I hope that they re- recognize that it cannot stand. I don't know how long it's going to take, though. I really don't. Um, I think you're going to have to really, the only thing that is going to affect that, I think, is numbers going down. You know, people deciding, like, I'm not going to pay that for that or I'm not going to go to the park. Right. You know? But right now, from what yeah. I'm hearing, the attendance numbers are up and everything as yeah. far as a park goes is fine. Which I think... Well, they're making a lot of money. They are. Yeah. And, I mean, when I was walking around the parks last time, I was just thinking they, it'd be great if they had, like, a, a, a third gate somewhere mm-hmm. to help just get these people out, you know, and make it more. But maybe that'll bring more, more even more people. Who knows? Oh, it would. Yeah. It would. Yeah. But it wouldn't be it wouldn't necessarily be a negative thing though. You bring more people in, but it gives them more room to maneuver and to and to walk around, um, then it's fine. Yeah. Well I've also noticed that if you get there at rope drop for like the first two hours, it's awesome. Yeah. You you can go and you can ride almost everything. It's not a problem. And if you're there after fireworks, it's the same, almost the same way. Yeah, you can you ride everything. But if if you're there after two o'clock till about seven o'clock, it's just not even worth trying to get on anything because you're not going to have any luck. It's just so backed up and so busy. It's just so full of people. It's not even. It's not even worth it because the genie's just so it backs everything up. And they also, I don't think the wait times are even accurate anymore. No, they're not going to be. They haven't, they honestly haven't been for a little while. Um, But, you know, Jess has been hypothesizing or theorizing that the reason why they're in, they're artificially inflating the number so that would lean you and make you want to, you know, buy a lightning lane or or something or get the genie for it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For like rice? I don't even trust Rise wait times. Anymore. I don't. I'll walk. I walk by Rise because I've walked by Rise. It says an hour an hour wait. I've walked by. You can't even see the line from from the from the front. It's yeah. like I've walked in there. It's like it's like a fifteen minute wait, and it yeah. says it's an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I've done that often. I forgot who I did that with. Somebody said, um, "Oh man, they're saying an hour 
or something like get in the line. They're like, what? No, it says an hour. I'm like, get in the line. Oh, I did that. I did it with my mom when she went. I'm like, get in the line. But I don't want to be in line that long. You're not going to be. I told her, you're not going to be. Then she texts me back like, oh, I'm through the ride. I'm like, it was like a half an hour, 40 minutes later. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I told you. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. yeah. I, have, I, haven't tru- I, yeah, I haven't trusted that the, the entire time. But what I, I, so I went in the time before they had any genie or anything, and there was no fast pass, no line jumping of any kind, and it was awesome. There yeah. was no, everyone just waited standby all the time. Yep. And the lines went so smoothly, and there was never a problem. Right. No, right. Yeah. The wait times were down on everything. Yep. No, and, and man, I, I wish I wish there was a way to begin to try to roll all these things back, you know, and try to get people like the nickel and diming is get has gotten out of control. I think we can all feel that, um, and I, I want it to go away. I really want it to go away. It, well, I agree with you, and I think they could easily start that roll, that rollback process by just getting rid of this lightning lane. Yep. They get rid of that right away. They they could keep Genie in theory, but the lightning lane, no, man. No, that, that's that, stupid. that right there is a cash grab. It, and we've we've been we've been critical of that thing from the word it got from the day it got announced. Like, what is that? Like, mm-hmm. come on, like you can't do that to these people. You're already paying paying a premium to get into the premium park, and then you know, yeah, we can't do that. And I don't know. I, I mean, I I don't. I think you know. Again, it being a a short term thing to regain cash, long term problem. I think it's a long-term problem. And then what you're saying, Seth, is it's definitely that. Like, you're you're seeing it on the ground, you know, and they're beginning to alienate more and more people with this. They really are. Yeah. But how come the Genie system works so much worse than the old FastPass system? Exactly, The old FastPass system was great. Mm -hmm. This seems to be very similar, but it doesn't work, which I don't understand. No. Because the FastPass system worked awesome. And you could book the same ride three times in a day and it wasn't an issue right yeah this for some reason doesn't work and it's it it costs more money and it doesn't work as well which <laughs> i don't understand right and, and you know i agree and, and i think it, it has everything to do with them trying to <laughs> mitigate it, it's them trying to control the the masses into a better way of of just going through the park i really feel that this is them taking the meta data that they get out of all of us when we go and trying to control what we can and can't do for their for their betterment so if you know again trying to make you to pay for a lightning lane trying to make you um just okay we can only do x amount of people through this attraction so let's mitigate let's try to mitigate that oh the high peak time for this one is x amount and this time let's see if we can you know maneuver that around it's everything's going to be done for uh, the way I'm looking at it, everything's going to be done to control us and our experience in the park. They're going to always use it like, oh, you know, put your preferences in or da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, that may be true. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of brakes and bumpers and rails that you have to basically maneuver through um, in the park. Outside of the normal ones that we would do normally, as avid park, park guards, we had all our little tricks and you know tip and pro tips. But this is Disney saying, "No, you got to do this, and you got to maneuver here, and you got to do this when we say you can." And and that to me is, it's all it ruins the experience overall. So the experience is definitely different. 
different mm-hmm. and not in a good way. It's <laughs> okay. different and not in a good way. It's yeah. just it's not the same. They're they're trying to. It's not. It used to give you a, a chance to experience the park in your own way, and it's mm-hmm. not. No. It wants to make the park experience the same for everybody, but everybody doesn't experience the park no. in the same way. No, and they're trying to make it. They're homogenizing. Trying to make it the same for everybody. Yeah. yeah, and they're trying to homogenize that park into every other park, um, and try to make it like that. I actually was on uh, another another uh, YouTube um, channel with with Jason, his his YouTube channel, uh, just the other day. And I brought up the topic about how they're trying to make Disneyland proper into every other, like every other resort, operating in, in this weird kind of way, and they can't do that with this park. It's no. not. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for this park for a myriad of reasons. But it, it, you know, they continuously have tried to, you know, bring in like magic bands and all these things. Like they don't work here. Right. They don't work here for whatever reason. You can try to figure it out all you want, but it doesn't work. Locals park, more people that will come in and out at a much more quicker <laughs> clip and will stay for shorter times. All those things are the reality of, the, of Disneyland proper. There's no way around that. And it's not going to change. The only way they change that is by destroying the, the people that are, you know, destroying the, kind, the class of people in, in, that are going there now. And they try to push them out, you know, make it more like what they do at Walt Disney World. A lot more international, a lot more people that, you know, it's their destination. Disneyland is not a, de- it is a destination for a lot of people, but not the majority of the people. It's right. just not. No. I, I think the reservation system is screwing it up too, because oh, yeah. a lot of the locals that, like, they, yeah, the locals will buy the pass that has all the days they can, but they're booking a whole day to go for a couple hours. Yeah. That's why it's so busy in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. If they just got rid of the stupid reservation system, these people wouldn't have to book. They would come for the two hours and just go. Mm-hmm. Or they wouldn't come at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they have a reservation, they have to come and they come. Yeah. Because they're so afraid to not be able to book for 30 days. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they get and penalized. Yeah. But I don't see, I don't understand how they're making money off of the reservation system. I think they're, they're stopping not. people who would who would come normally no like i know i miss out on days i would have gone because i didn't book a reservation Mm -hmm. because i mean i don't i can book four at a time but i don't like the days i would go like on a random saturday i don't think a month ahead of time to book on a saturday but those people that can book eight reservations at a time they book every saturday they can yeah as soon as they can and i don't i'm that's not my mentality if i think i'm gonna go i'll book it yeah. Well, well. again, this has to do with them controlling, trying to control everything. This, to me, the reservation system at the beginning, at its inception, was had to do with COVID and whatever, you know, in that, that kind of idea. But it has been around now because what they're trying to do is control the flow of people. It's all about control. And <laughs> it, it doesn't... It doesn't work. It doesn't work anymore. Like, there is no need. I, I think, you know, again, I, I, I get that feeling with these little, all these little things that they keep on putting into the park. They're trying to um, cut away a certain uh, segment of people from going to the park. And, 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 you know, not only with prices, but this kind of thing, like, 
not knowing, oh, I got a reserve, or, you know, how many people still have no idea, like, why can I, like, does Universal do that? No. Does Six Flags? No. You just go to the park and you walk in. Like, you pay your, your entry yeah. and you go yeah. in. And so this whole system, even though we can, we have learned to operate in it, is, it, it's about controlling because they can't, they're trying to control, again, how much money they're spending in an employee with that cost, with, with cost of goods, all that thing. They're all trying to control all of that to a minute detail, and that is a big problem because they're ruining the experience at that level because I always go back to that story of, of Walt, you know, the, the, the popcorn vendor. Mm. Five minutes of the park closes, and he's cleaning up the he's cleaning up his cart. And Walt comes by, he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm cleaning up the cart." And he's like, "We're five minutes of going." He's like, "No, you're not. You're you're gonna make a whole fresh, you know, batch of popcorn and have it for if people want it." They don't have the mentality anymore. Now it's like, how many times you walk through things that are like shut down? It's like it's nine, you know, it's, you know, parks closing at at eleven or midnight, mm. and it's closed at eleven o'clock. You're like, dude, what's up with that? And and all this plays into that, you know. So it is. It's ruining all these little things are making the park not as enjoyable as what we had growing up and what we've even had five years ago. Right. And it's sad. Well, yeah. That's that's yeah. So like, I watched the the new World of Color for the first time last night, and um, so they talk. They they put Walt at the very beginning. They put Walt at the very end. The whole middle, they don't have any of the the movies that Walt worked on in them at all. Uh Yeah, that's ridiculous. There's there's no no Snow White, no no Bambi, no Fantasia, no nothing. Wow. There's nothing. None of that, none of that's in World of Color at all. They had, I think Pocahontas, I don't know if Pocahontas is older than the Little Mermaid. No, Little Mermaid's probably older. No, they didn't have Little Mermaid either. They had Pocahontas was probably the oldest movie that was in there. Wow! It was it was like Soul Rave, which I haven't seen either of those, and um, that that was like the the and uh, oh they had Coco, which was kind of cool. They had Moana. They had uh, just a bunch of all the new movies, mm-hmm. and then then they threw the Star Wars. They threw Star Wars in there. Okay, the oldest thing in there was Star Wars. They threw the old school Star Wars stuff in there. Okay. And then a little a little Marvel part, but what they didn't really show any part of the Marvel movie. They just threw like a what a what hold on what Marvel part. what old school Star Wars did they throw in there? So they threw in like the the main theme in there, and they showed some parts of Luke, some parts of Darth Vader, um, some cool parts with the Money and Falcon, some X Wing stuff. See again, all, so it was all old trilogy. Besides, they showed a little bit of the Mandalorian part with Grogu and Luke in in the the bamboo forest. Nice. And then a one shot array, and that was it for the new the new. But era. again, see, see, <laughs> so, I, I I would have a major problem with that because none of that stuff is even Disney it's to Disney. me. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's not. It, look what we bought, so we can show you this because you didn't do any of this stuff. I mean, yep. go ahead and show Ray or whatever it is you want to do and BB-8, but nothing before that because you guys had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. No, there was no BB-8. It was R2, Luke. No, see, yeah, this is not Darth your stuff. Vader. I mean, yeah, you may have bought it, but, it, you know. No, and uh, I know that's one other issue. Well, no, it, no, it, it, was, it is, but yeah. It was, it was all the old school 
it was cool. It mm-hmm. was really cool. It was all well, fine. It was pro- the longest segment of the whole show was the old school Star Wars stuff right. that was from the seventies. So that gives me a little bit of hope, a little bit of hope that they're finally wake. Hope. They're waking up to the fact that the sequel trilogies suck. And that they are not getting accepted. I don't care how much you push them, mm-hmm. people are not accepting them. It's over. It's been how many years since we've got it's them? It's over. It's over. Let it go. Let it die. You know, come on. Like, kill it, kill it if, you, if you must. Kill it if you must. Uh, to quote Kylo, that. Yeah. That, anyway, I'm going to keep it family friendly. But anyway, yeah. so that gives me hope because. The the turn I think I think the tide is turned for Star Wars. I'm being optimistic, I know, but I'm going to be positive. Be positive, anyway, yeah. But anyway, but that, that yeah. makes me happy to hear okay. that that they only gave one shot array is like good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like okay, so they threw that in there and that was it. But I was expecting them to show like because I heard that show was like, oh, they're going to show all the old school Disney stuff with, you know, the new stuff. But no. It was all the new stuff, all the stuff that, hmm. like they showed Mulan. It, it was, uh, yeah, it was, I was kind of like, it was missing. They tried to, sh- they started off with Walt Disney, so I figured it was going to be Disney stuff, but mm-hmm. it was just one. It was Pixar stuff. Okay. Well, you uh, know yeah. what? Well, well, you know what, guys? We are up against it with time. Uh, Seth's got to get going. Um, so I just want to say, Hey, thank you, Seth, for, for sharing some time with us and talking about your Disney cruise line experience that actually opened my eyes a lot. It makes me think about yeah. maybe doing it at some point in my life. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad you had a great experience. I'm glad you guys are going to do it again. Um, so yeah, for sure. Oh, thanks. It was great to be on the show. Of course, man. Any, any, any time. And, uh, whenever we do figure out when we're going to come down to the parks, we'll let you know so you can join us for something. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Right on, dude. Well, okay. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yeah, thank you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. All right, man. All right. Bye. Okay, so that's going to end um, episode 169. Uh, thank you so much, Seth, for hanging out with us for an hour or so. Um, that went that went really, really well. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad uh, we were able to get a nice review of Disney Cruise Line, uh, something that, you know, I never think about doing, but maybe in the, in the, in the future I will. What, are you, what about, I don't know, is cruising something you would even want to do? Yeah, I'll okay. go. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would I would never say no. I just hadn't really thought about it. But uh, I'm glad he did that, and uh, I think we share a lot of the same sentiments about um, the park. As, yeah. You know, as what as as how it is. I mean, I had a really good experience, but this whole Genie Plus slash Lightning Lane slash standby thing, it's they they need to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they have a pretty good idea of, of how they're doing it, and it's just not working. Yeah, no, it, it it isn't working. They need to scrap it. I think it needs to go away. I don't know how long it's going to take them to admit defeat, but they need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Um, so hopefully next episode, uh, maybe we'll have an interview when we have a guest on, maybe Jay will be on mm-hmm. for, he's going, supposed to go to food and wine festival on the 10th is what he said. So you said he'll think about coming on the show. <laughs> so hopefully we can do that. Okay, um, Udi, where can people find out more about you? You can find me on my other podcast, The Mando Show. Oh. And much to everyone's joy, happiness, and and just... Well, I 
trying to think of the right word, but uh, we are overjoyed and excited that The Mandalorian Season 3 has landed, uh, mm-hmm. and that we, we will be reviewing on the weekly, and that episode, probably by the time this drops, we'll, we will have reviewed both Episode 1 and 2 Okay, how of many, the new season. How many episodes are scheduled for this season? Eight. Eight. Yep. Not that, enough. Never enough. So that's the Mando show. You can also find me on uh, my socials, which are uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, and uh, they are H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. There you go. All right. So if you'd like to learn about more of the show, uh, reach out to us at, or you can send us an email at info at leavingtodaypodcast, info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Also, check us out on Instagram at Leaving Today Podcast and Facebook, Leaving Today Podcast. I don't know even who runs that, uh, but maybe we can use Jason 13. Oh, okay. Uh, so you can definitely do that. Uh, if you want to, again, if you want to be a sponsor of the show, we make it super easy with Patreon. Our link is on um, Instagram and on leavingtodaypodcast.com. $1, $3, and $5. And for that, you get to be on the show. All right, so that's going to wrap up this show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, spending some time with us. Hopefully we've um, improved your day a little bit. Hopefully we didn't make it worse, but um, no. (laughs) no. All right, until then, adventures out there. We love you, and we will see you in the parks. See ya. I will give you one. Not that one. Pick a different one. Bite his box. God, you're so slow. It's okay. I can make it work. My body's just stiff. Think of a banana. <laughs> does it help? Mm-hmm. Okay. Always does. Every time. Don't ask me why. Why are you throwing up? You trying to eat all your food before your sister does? Now you can eat that. We'll give it a bit. Yeah, give it a second. Okay. Woo! But you yeah. make me hot. It's so close, I can feel it. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Ah! It's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face wet.